Guys and Beyond. Here are your hosts, Jeff and Mike. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Buckeyes and Beyond on March 8th, Sunday night, right after the Buckeyes lose to Michigan State, 80-69, to where <clears throat> it was senior day and and the Breslin Center was going crazy. And yeah, it was a, it, it was going to be hard to really win that game, man. It was, it was a tough place to try and win, especially on... You know, senior day like that. So yeah, it's gonna be hell or high water if uh, you know uh, the Spartans let Cashin Swinston score twenty seven in a loss. You know he was on <laughs> fire. There's yeah. no way that was gonna happen. They had no. a lot of guys just playing with some serious effort and out, out hustling Ohio State. But, yeah, they, they had guys. So there was just they were out hustled and outworked pretty much for most of the game. Um, Ohio State had some. They, they they had a couple runs where they played tough, but for mm-hmm. the most part, they just got you know they just got outworked. They were just yeah. At halftime, they weren't out of it. It was a six point game. Yeah, yeah it was a six but, point game. Then they came out in the second half, and uh, I think they were even tied at forty four, and then tied at forty eight. And yeah. then at some point, Winston said, "Enough is enough," and I'm going to take over the second half. So. Yeah. Let's see. Um, in the second half. Let's see, we think when it's starting to start to pull away, yeah, they see it was about 40, yeah, 13 minutes left, I guess. Okay, yeah. It was still a three point game, and then okay, then they went on a I think it was like a 7 0 mm-hmm. run, and then Buckeyes hit a bucket, and then it was another, another, yeah, another, yeah, another little run there, yeah. They skimmed into a six, 10 point lead with six and a half left. Yeah, so, at that point, I yeah, yeah, I knew that it was done at that point. Yeah, yeah. So um, we didn't seem like we got average games out of most everybody. At least average of late. Mm-hmm. CJ had fourteen. Luther Muhammad had ten. Dwayne Washington, even though he started slow, he ended up with sixteen. Um, nobody shot abysmally except for Caleb Wesson. <laughs> yeah. He was one of eight, eight points and five rebounds, six rebounds for the day. It was just kind of like, come on, man, we need we need a big game. Yeah, he he, he was um, he was soft. He was passive. He was his typical road self. Um, I mean, he just he didn't play with any energy. Um, he was getting outworked for boards by guards. I mean, it it, it was it was sad. To, I mean, he's. He didn't go up strong. He didn't try to finish strong. It was just, uh, it was so frustrating, man. Yeah, yeah. He he's he's more often than not, he doesn't show up on the road. Wow. Um, he has before. He's hit. I mean, I think he scored like twenty three at Michigan. Um, but there's a lot of times you go down the schedule, it's like eleven points, six rebounds, or like you know. Maybe maybe he'll get a double double, but like maybe, but barely ten and ten or something like that. But still, he can he's capable of so much more. This game was even worse than that, though. Too. I mean, for those who actually watched it, they could see he just he looked uninspired. He looked like he just. It's hard to really describe. He just played soft and didn't. He wasn't, you know, aggressive and he had tons of opportunities. I mean, he was getting open down the post. And they would feed him the ball, and he was, 
you know, indecisive and couldn't figure out what he wanted to do and just would dribble and then pass it out. And it just, he wasn't, oh, yeah. it was so frustrating. Yeah, nobody really caught fire um, from three. No, it was um, not a good day for the three-point shot. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. I mean, they, they didn't, like, overly shoot it. It was they were five to sixteen. I mean, they could have one of those games where they just live and die by it. Yeah. At least they tried to take shots that they thought they had. Five to sixteen, thirty-one percent. I mean, you could have way worse. We've seen way worse from them when they earlier in the season when they wanted to just like just live out there. Yeah, they shot more of them in the first half than they did in the second. Um, Washington shot a couple. Luther Muhammad made his first one in uh, really early in the first half, but um, yeah, they just they shot more of them there. But uh, they when they started to, to actually get you know to pull closer, it wasn't from the three. It was from you know it was from mid range and you know out working in the post, which didn't happen that often. But they were able to actually make a small run by actually doing that. So. Yeah, two big stats were um, offensive rebounds. Michigan State had 11 to Ohio State 6. Um, that was about the difference in overall in rebounds. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the assists, like Ohio State just didn't move the ball very well on offense because they only had six assists the entire game Yeah, to Michigan State's 19. If you watch the first half, Michigan State just was flowing. Their offense was, you know, was, was smooth. It was aggressive. Ohio State was stagnant. There were so many people standing around, not not really moving. Um, they were waiting for whoever had the ball to you know make his next move before they actually decided what they were going to do. It was it, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, C.J. Walker. I will say this about him. Um, you know he's been really stepping it up here. You know throughout the past few games, and he played another solid game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he actually got into foul trouble in the second half, or else he probably could have had a much better game. Yeah, he played 31 minutes and 7 to 10 from the field. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but, um, yeah, 14 points. So, um, yeah, but one one assist to three turnovers. And, yeah, that's uh, not going to cut it. Yeah. They only had nine total turnovers. I mean, it was great. For a game, but yeah, it was a fairly to move the ball a little bit better on offense. Yeah, it was a fairly turnover-free game from, I think, from both teams. I think uh, Michigan State had even less than that. I think they had eight. Yeah, yeah, so no, nine. Oh, nine. Same. Okay, yeah, so yeah, nine. I mean, it, it it was a it was a fairly clean, clean game. Yeah, um, we got into too much foul trouble. Um, yeah, Wesson fouled out. Or Andre. Yeah, Andre fouled out. Walker was in foul trouble. Muhammad was in, was in foul trouble. So it was just, um, yeah, it, it was a little bit sloppy, but not as far as, like, turnovers go. Just sloppy on offense, sloppy on, you know, a defense in spurts. So Yeah. Um, yeah, what was that on um, – what date did they pull in Illinois? Was it uh, I believe it was Thursday night, Thursday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Thursday. And that was a – Completely different story. That was, mm-hmm. that was a win, um, and well, I mean, they didn't play that great in the first half. But but then again, well, I don't know if they didn't really play great. It was Illinois played? They shot lights out. Yeah. in the first half. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they were shooting in the first half. Something like a fifty-five, sixty percent clip. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so in that game, Illinois shot really well in the first half. They 
sort of cooled off in the second half. Um, and Ohio State just was on fire in the second half. Um, so. <laughs> the dog in the background um, playing. Yeah. Making noise. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely a much different game on Thursday night than it was today, so. Yeah, um, Caleb played a really tough game. Mm-hmm. He played went play around the paint. He played real tough. I mean, he didn't rebound that well, but but EJ Liddell did. Um, yeah, so he, he had sort of like a you don't want to call it a you know a coming out game, but I mean he had definitely his best game of the season. Yeah, yeah, seventeen points, eleven rebounds. Yeah, um, seven and nine from the field, and but yeah, but Wesson. I mean, he played. He made. He was very decisive. Mm-hmm. In the post, yeah, I mean, he showed he was seven to ten, yeah, and then he had two or four from three and nineteen points. So I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, he played a little bit more decisive in the paint or on the post there on offense, which I think was the big difference between then and today's game. Also, um, you have to give credit to uh, Michigan State. I mean, they made it tough for him down there, but he also has to be able to fight through that and make better decisions and, you know, be more strong down there in the post. But um, he just wasn't. But they were they were actually giving him they, – they were giving him a tough time down in the post today, so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's just tough to <clears> – <throat> going back to today, it's just, you know. I wonder, I wonder how many teams – like the favored teams at home on their final regular season game yeah. ever lose. I, I don't know, man. Like I mean, if they're I mean, favored, you're you know, you're generally the better team yeah. on senior day. Absolutely. I mean, even in football, like how yeah. often does that happen, you know? I mean, probably the only exception would be a team like, you know, Northwestern or, you know. But yeah, I'm saying like favored. Oh, favored teams. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Not yeah. just anybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the favored teams, yeah, I mean, if – it's really tough to go into anybody's building that is that is on the same level as you and beat them on a senior day. Um, you know, senior day has so much more. Um, it's much it's much more relevant in you know in college basketball I think than it is in in football. You know, because they're such a smaller class and it's very few. So it's like three guys as opposed to you know how many they have in football, you know, which is at least 10 plus. So it means more. The crowd is into it more. So, yeah, I'd, just, I'd love to see some numbers on that, like what the winning percentage was for teams, favored teams on, at home on senior day on the final regular season game. They keep stats on everything nowadays. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably it. one out there. Yeah, I'm sure it's somewhere. I tried to do a quick Google. I couldn't find it. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, um, so – yeah, I mean, um, I think, you know, we'll see, what, what do we got tonight? So we can't really tell what the bracket's going to be because Illinois and Iowa are playing right now. Yeah. Um, still in the first half, Iowa up by two. Uh, six minutes left, 33-31. But, um, um, yeah, I don't know. What are they – let's see. I mean, do we have any updates on um, – well, I guess we – can't Let's see Utah State won the you, Mountain West. Yeah, there was a couple games today where we had some teams clinch. Um, oh, because they upset uh, San Diego State. Yeah, they upset San Diego State. Um, Liberty punched their ticket today. Um, 
what game did I watch um, before the Buckeyes? There was a there was a championship game one right before the Buckeyes. Is that the Houston Memphis? No, that was oh, one that was on before. So the game that I watched was Valpo and Bradley. Oh, okay. um, Bradley punched theirs, so they beat yeah, handily. Yeah, they beat them pretty well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Uh, Most of the yeah. conference championships though are going to take place next uh, mm-hmm. next weekend. So there was a few of them, but. Yeah, this this week will be much more interesting. Like, Big Ten tournament starts Wednesday with the scrub teams. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Thursday is when the real action starts. Yeah. Those winners facing the... Buckeyes could still get, like, a seven seed. I think they're probably yeah. going to wind up seven or six. If they're the six seed, then they get a first-round bye. Um, yeah. Well, it's not really a first-round bye. It's a bye that, you know, they have to play the winner of some, you know, scrub game. Um, if they're the seven seed, then they have a game, you know, against the ten yeah. seed. So it's like, but yeah, if only they could have just beat Minnesota at home. <laughs> you know, I was actually looking at the schedule, be, um, before we started, and Minnesota's not even going to make the tournament, and we lost to them twice. Can you imagine it if we have at least one of those wins back? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah. that's so upsetting. We lost to them twice. <sighs> Yeah, they lost it's, to Wisconsin twice. It would be nice to get them at home. Yeah. Get that get one of those at home. But yeah. uh, they lost by four against Wisconsin back. I think it was right after Christmas. It was yeah, yeah. right because it was right during that streak where they just hit it. Where they yeah, just they lost the had a slump of games that they were yeah, just losing. They were number five in the country. Yeah, yeah. and then um, they they lost what. Like four of their next five games or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they won. Yeah, four. They <clears throat> lost four in a row in that stretch. Yeah, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Maryland, and Indiana. There, there is another game that we shouldn't have lost. I mean, Indiana is not that great. Yeah, it was at Indiana. Yeah, That's I mean, that is a tough place to play. But, but yeah, did they ever get Indiana we, again? We got them at schedule. Yeah, we, yeah, 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 yeah. We got them at home, yeah. and we took care of business. So, yeah, yeah, um, it'll been. Not, I mean, I guess you know. I don't know if it really kills a lot of momentum right now. I think they can just kind of go take this loss for what it was. Like yeah. tough, really good team, Michigan State. I mean, they're number sixteen in the country. I mean, they they were actually preseason yeah. number one. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. so um, they're kind of they almost have like underachieved in a weird way. Yeah, they have. Um, because let's see, they like yeah, weird. They lost to like Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. They um, lost some really odd games that they had no business losing. Yeah, because um, yeah, they because they they lost three in a row at one point this year. They lost a, at Wisconsin, to Penn State, to Michigan, all in a row. Yeah. And they won against Illinois, and then lost to Maryland. But obviously, that's yeah, not there's no yeah. shame in that. No. They lost at Indiana. They lost at Purdue by twenty nine. Oh. Yeah, it's one of those one of those anomalies on Purdue's schedule. <laughs> yeah. How do you beat Michigan State by almost thirty? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's like, that that might actually get Purdue in, into the tournament if they can win a couple games. Yeah, in the I don't know. But yeah, they're sixteen and fifteen. Now. Yeah, well, that they're probably that's, that's rough. They are they nit lost, bound. I would bet. Yeah, they lost uh, their final home game. I really, Rutgers? Yeah, yeah. Was that uh, was that yesterday? Rutgers is yeah, actually yeah. projected to just yeah, it was. to they are they are projected to just squeak in. They're I think 
who was it? Uh, Jerry Palm had him uh, as one of his uh, his last four in. So, hmm. an interesting. <clears throat> he still has another year left. Who's that? If he wants it, but <clears throat> so for, for Purdue, this always this is always interesting to me. So that kid who's seven foot three for yeah. him, <laughs> but he's just. He's not that good. He's just, no, he's just a giant goof. That's all yeah. he is. <laughs> Let's see, what does he average on block shots? He averages two block shots a game in 20 minutes. So it's always interesting what the NBA projects is mm-hmm. like. What they project is potential. Right. It's like, but it always seemed to me like, <laughs> excuse me, that, um, it always seemed to me like they'll take anybody with the seven footer. Yeah, it's almost like if you're seven foot plus, they'll take you. Like, I mean, that's like you get in. You have a you have a you have a contract. Well, I mean, I think one of the best one of the best um, examples of that is Boban Marjanovic, who played for the Spurs for a, a little oh, while. Oh yeah, and then he got a big deal from the Pistons, and it's uh-huh. like he's not even that great. I mean, I've been a Spurs fan forever, and He's not that great of a player to be getting a big deal from the Pistons, but he got one. So. Yeah, I remember um, this is going back a ways, but this was more, I mean, they're not as much um, into the big man as they once were. No. But still, they have, oh, rim protector is a rim protector. Yeah. You know, they kind of like that a little bit more. Okay, they still like it. They still like it. Yeah. But I remember a guy. Um, remember Jim McElvain? Oh yeah, I remember Jim McElvain. Um, yeah. Yeah, Jim McElvain. <laughs> he got a contract. Let's see, what was that? Let me see if I can find that. Yeah, um, I mean, you have guys like that because, like you said, it's not really as prominent now as it was back whenever you had you know Ewing and. You know, a Robinson and, you know, Akeem and all those guys. But, um, yeah, I can't find his big contract. Oh, um, okay. But damn, he, um, he, oh, geez. He, um, let's see. He ended up getting something like ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Seattle Supersonics. Okay. Yeah. They gave him a, um, you can find this, the 25 worst contracts in league history. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's something. Like the only thing he was good for is blocking shots. Yeah, that was all he ever did. Uh, but I mean, he wasn't that athletic. No, no, he he, he was, he yeah, was he, anything but. He uh, was this 1996. He signed a seven-year, 35 million dollar contract. Which back then was a ton of money. Yeah, that's a ton of money. Yeah, that was um, a huge deal. Yeah, yeah, and he just they called it like franchise killing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I mean. I don't know about franchise killing, but it certainly set them back a few years, hey, man. There's no supersonics. Yeah, there, anymore, yeah, so. there are no supersonics now. So. Blame Jim Douglas. Yeah, <laughs> if we have any listeners out there in Seattle, then yeah, you guys can just blame you can just blame Jim Jim McElvain for not having a team now. Yeah, like uh, some of the other bad ones on this list are. Um, they're not all big guys, but Richard Lewis, six years, one hundred eighteen million. I think it was the Magic that gave him that. Yeah, Richard. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, do you have like, yeah, anyway, John Howard, seven years, one hundred five million. Yeah, he was never worth that that kind of money. Yeah, uh, Jawan Howard was a average NBA player. Oh well, this is 
this this doesn't seem that bad, but it must have been at the time. So remember John Concac? <laughs> yes, John Concac. Oh my gosh, I haven't heard that name in forever, dude. Concac. Oh my gosh. It's a weird. I think Orlando Magic. Did they? Get I don't. Him? I don't know who he played uh, for. I just remember that name. But like at the time, let's see. Let's see, you say he was suddenly making more than Jordan, Magic, and Bird. What? At some point, oh I don't know how that is. He must have been like, let's see, off-season bidding war for eight, 1989. He got like two million a year. Nineteen in the eighties, man. Yeah, That's somehow insane. he suckered somebody in that. But anyway, yeah, but like, so it kind of makes me wonder. He's a junior this year, so yeah. obviously he's not going to be no. touted as worth hey. You know, Matt, you should leave. Yeah. But it kind of makes me wonder if he develops like a little bit more. He's eight points and like five rebounds a game for a seventh foot and two blocks. Yeah. It's like if he jumps that just a little bit more. But I don't know. I mean, it's kind of uh, it's not the, the same. I mean, like um, the, the Houston man. Rockets. Yeah. I mean, they got rid of Clint Capella. Mm-hmm. And he was like a defensive. They was their Guru, defensive. Yeah. Yeah, force down there. Yeah. Um, and they got rid of him, and they were like, we're playing small ball. And like They were putting the lineup out the other night that had um, uh, six foot seven was their tallest guy. It was um, P.J. Tucker. The game has changed so much now to where teams don't even really care that much about size down in the post because you got so many guys, you know, you got guys stretching like – Stretching the floor. Yeah, so I mean, you got so. guys who can, you know, stretch the floor because you've got guys like, um, you know uh, – Oh my gosh, I'm completely drawn up playing Durant, who is, yeah. you know, he's what six eight, you know, and shoot, yeah, he's almost seven foot. Yeah, I mean, and he's, I mean, he hardly ever plays, you know, plays down the post. I mean, he's yeah. just a, he's a, he's just a pure shooter. So I mean, the game has changed so much. I miss the days of the really dominant big man. Yeah, you know, because that was sort of the era that we actually grew up in. Yeah. You know, yet, you know. Uh, here's a here is a big man name that I just thought of that you haven't probably for a while. Mark Eaton. Oh wow. Yeah, Mark Eaton <laughs> played 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 for the Jazz for a long seven, time. Also seven foot three. Yeah, he's he was a big dude, man. He, he looked he looked like somebody's dad. <laughs> <laughs> he never looked like an actual basketball no, player. He just was some giant guy that stood out there in the middle of the floor. Yeah. He looked like some some neighbor guy you see working in his garage. <laughs> <laughs> the dad jeans. <laughs> Maybe put some mulch down. It does not look like a basketball no, player. If, if, yeah. anybody, if anybody doesn't know who we're talking about, just just Google Mark Eaton. He looks, he's so funny looking, man. Yeah, he almost kind of looked uh, like here's a really good picture of him. He almost kind of looked, yeah, he does not look like a basketball player. <laughs> he never I mean, did. Yeah. And I think he was strictly a shot blocker. I don't think he even um, averaged that many points per game over his career. Yeah, let's see. Um, I don't think he did either. I would guess he was probably somewhere around five or six points. Bingo. Yeah. Six points, uh, eight rebounds, <laughs> and let's see. I wonder what he was on blocks. He was eight, probably Eight pretty... blocks a game. <laughs> yeah, he... he he averaged three and a half blocks a game. Yeah, he had he had uh, seasons where he was over five. The yeah. guy was huge, though, man. He I was, mean, and you think about that—five blocks a game, like three. Like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah. 
but whatever. But that's the ones that he's actually blocking. Yeah. How many that is he like affecting? affecting yeah, to where <laughs> you got guys are having to just like change their shot, and, and then they're, they're double yeah. clutching. Yeah, and just throwing up some junk just to get around <laughs> his big, his big twelve inch hand. God, that was <laughs> huge man. He's yeah, like Andre the Giant. <laughs> he was actually pretty close to that. He was a big dude, man. I tried to remember a line from Princess Bride real quick. And I oh yeah, you couldn't really think of one. <laughs> Come <on>, lady. <laughs> The only thing I can remember is like where Andre the Giant is like, you know, he's like spouting out rhymes with uh, um, Inigo. (laughs) They're just like spouting out rhymes and the other guy doesn't, he doesn't really like it. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's jump to football. Okay. Hold up. (laughs) Need a sound effect there. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, Spring game coming up in another, eh, another month, I guess. Yeah. um, we had, but we, we did have the start of spring ball though. So yeah, and we had bad news in the last week with Master Teague. Yeah, injuring his Achilles. Not sure if it's torn. We're not sure if it's a torn Achilles. They haven't. Uh, they haven't specifically come out and said. They just said that he's yeah. not going to be, you know, available for this spring. So. Yeah, and we also have um, Crowley. Marcus yeah. Crowley. Yeah, Marcus, Marcus Crowley. Crowley. He's one of the backups. He's limited. Mm-hmm. So he might be only just watching or just going through some, you know, strength stuff or, yeah, yeah. or something lim- some limited. I doubt that he's playing in the game. No. He's probably not participating um, to where he's playing in the game. Yeah. So it kind of leaves us with steel chambers mm-hmm. to get most of the reps and also um, Mayan Williams. Yeah. Mayan Williams was hitting the weight room hard, and Mickey Mariotti has turned him into, like, Mayan Williams had, I guess he had a self, I don't know, some nickname, moniker, fat, fat boy. boy. Yeah. 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 But, but if you look at him now, that one doesn't fit now. Not that he was fat before. No, I mean, he wasn't really but, fat, but. But he turned in for, like, high school built to, like. NFL built. Yeah, he all is. Of a sudden, he's he is a rock now, man. Uh, he posted something out on Twitter. I think I even put it out on our uh, Twitter page too. Did he retweet? Yeah, but uh, yeah, he is built like a rock. So yeah, so it's going to come down to for the spring, Steel Chambers and Mayan Williams. Um, Steel Chambers, I think, is probably going to have a leg up unless Mayan Williams just absolutely just starts to do so many good things in practice. Yeah, if Steel Chambers didn't already. I mean, he's already got a. He's already got what a year, yeah, full fledged season with yeah. with game reps. Yeah, he, and he played in at least five or six games last year. And he might have two seasons. Was he a red shirt freshman? He was a red year? shirt freshman. Yeah. So like, so he's basically got two years into the strength and conditioning mm-hmm. program. Yeah. Like, it's like he might be already built like a man. Yeah, <laughs> he probably is. I'm sure. Been you know so so it's just a matter of him getting some more reps with the first team and developing some some of those skills that J.K. had. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see how it's going to – because he did look good. Now, you can't really judge some of the games that you actually saw him in because he was playing against scrubs from, you know, the other team. Yeah. So, you know, you can't really get a very good gauge on what he's going to do. But I am really interested to see. And um, I don't – and I think it's fairly certain – that Master Teague should be back by the time the season starts, but losing all this time is really going to set him back, I think. I don't know if he's going to be able just to, you know, jump right back into that role. If that's a torn Achilles or no way in hell. Yeah. 
if it's a tear. Yeah. yeah. They haven't said if if it's a tear or if it's a sprain or what it is, so I have no idea. But, yeah, if it's a tear, then he is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll be back in 2021. Yeah. So Yeah, he got a medical redshirt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. So. And how effective would a running back be after a torn Achilles? Yeah. I don't know. That's something that you don't really want to, you know, you don't really want to rush that back into play. I mean, you really want to make sure that he's fully healed from from that. And and then too, yeah, I mean, you know, just like you said, I mean, how how really effective can you be after that injury? So yeah, so um, I think on the recruiting trail, they've been going after some more. Yeah, they've been recruiting some more running backs big time. Yeah, so, yeah, so. the only one that we had this year was um, we had Mayan Williams, and then. Mm-hmm. The, you know that was it. So they really want to get a couple more. They're going after a kid in uh, from North from North Carolina, who is being he's being called the next Christian McCaffrey. But I don't know if that's just strictly because he's actually white. I don't know <laughs> if that has anything to do with it. But uh, he's the next John Riggins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's the next. Um, Danny Woodhead. Danny Woodhead. There, there you go. <laughs> He's the next. <laughs> How many white running backs can, can we run through? <laughs> He's the next. Um, but no, he's a kid from North Rexburg. Carolina. Rexburg. <laughs> I can't, uh, and I can't think. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But he's one of the top backs in the in in the class for twenty twenty one. He's uh, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Let's see if I can find him real quick. Um, but yeah, I mean JJ McCarthy. No, not JJ McCarthy. Oh I wait, oh wait, uh, that's a. What does it say? Oh, they offered him. Oh, my yeah. God. No. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. If you said his name, then, then I would just know it like right away. Um, but he's really... Will Shipley? Will Shipley, yes. That's him. <laughs> he is really high up on their list for running backs Yeah. for next year's class. Huh. I don't know what his actual size is. I've never actually looked into it yet. 5'11", 198, it says. Yeah, he needs to put on a little bit more weight then. But yeah, he's got everybody up his butt. Right yeah, now. I know, dude. He has offers from everybody. He's that good. So they're saying twenty four seven says they predict him going to um, Notre Dame. Really? Uh, I guess I don't know. Twenty four seven is not that accurate, though. I mean, they can't really look at someone's head or heart. So I don't know why, uh, I don't know why you would choose Notre Dame if if you have offers from every school in the country. Why you would choose to go to Notre Dame? I don't know. He was Catholic. <laughs> could be, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's high up on their list for running backs. So they are going to try to bring in a couple more next year and see where that takes them. I see that kid's highlights. I'm just looking at him. It does yeah. not look like. I haven't watched. Any, I haven't watched any of his film yet. I was but, looking at a headshot. No. <laughs> okay. You see these kids? You're like. Really? Yeah. Like, okay. the, it's right. so strange to look at some of those kids and think, this kid does not even look like a football player. But, <laughs> yeah. You know? Looks like he's a baseball or lacrosse. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he probably plays both. <laughs> he probably does. He's actually supposed to be a really good athlete. Huh. But. What does they say? All-purpose back. Yeah, he's an all-purpose back. APB. Yeah. Just say running back. Yeah, just he's a running back. Right. He, he just does everything. Um, but I think that's why they're actually – you know why they're actually comparing him to Christian McCaffrey because he he does everything back there. I mean, he actually runs the ball. He plays in the slots. He actually catches the ball from the backfield. So there's another kid, another five eleven, 
just under 200 out of Virginia, Trevion Henderson. Yeah, I know the name. Yeah, so uh, he's actually rated slightly higher than him, oh, maybe. Okay. Like, maybe just one of their scoring, by their scores. It's by a smidge. Yeah. But for whatever reason. But uh, and there's another guy. I see another warm Donovan Edwards out of West Bloomfield, Michigan. That was a kid. I think he was supposed to visit this week. He was, yeah. Donovan yeah. Edwards. <clears throat> so uh, no, the same size, same size kid. Well, I mean, you know, uh, those guys who are just under, you know, a two, who are just under 200 pounds. Once they really get them here on campus and they get into the strength program, they're they're probably gonna put on at least 10 to 12 pounds of, you know, so. Yeah. Um, you don't really worry that much about them being that size. Yeah, let's see. Uh, there's a kid out of um, Roger Bacon High School in Cincinnati. That's a cool name for a high school. <laughs> Roger Bacon. <laughs> uh, Corey Kiner. Yeah. yeah he's, got okay. some, he's got some interest in Ohio State. Mm-hmm. He's like 10th in the country at running back. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you, he's you a little figure, bigger. A little bigger. Out of those four guys, if if the Buckeyes could just get, you know, one of those, then I think they would be, mm-hmm. you know, in a pretty good spot. So Yeah, he's being recruited by um Ohio State, Notre Dame, Michigan, Cincinnati, Louisville. Yeah. And uh, out of all those schools, I don't know why you would go anywhere else. So Yeah, yeah. Um Lavesia Carroll out of IMG in Florida. That's a big that's yeah. a big old program. He's there. He's seventh ranked, seventh at running back for 2021. Cody Brown, um, but Evan Pryor, Lovisia Carroll, Corey Kiner. Those guys are all have a warm interest, yeah. so they're like a little bit more interested in Ohio State. So it's is Donovan Edwards, Travion Griffin, and Will Shipley all have warm interests according to 24/7. Yeah, it's it's still <coughs> really early. In the process, I mean, a lot of that stuff is really going to start to actually pick up um, once the summertime gets here. Um, then we'll see where some of those kids stand. Um, but yeah, so they are going to have to look to fill those spots because um, I don't know if Teague is ever going to really be back to his full strength. And yeah. Crowley, I don't know what his actual deal is right now. So I yeah, mean, they yeah. are they are going to need some more backs. Yeah, um, this. They had the first week of spring ball. Yeah. This week. Is that the first week? Yeah, it was the yeah, first week. Yeah, yeah, And um, I was looking on, I found Letterman Row. LettermanRow.com. They had an article about guys who the first week looked pretty good. Yeah, they um, had like a, a list of five. Yeah, yeah. Seven banks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stepping which, in their corner, which we need. Yeah, that's what we really need the most. I think if we can get him and... Um, Sean Wade, who I guess they are going to move to the outside corner. I don't know if I really think that's the best move for him, you know, because he played so well as a, you know, a, as a slot corner. But hey, you know, so if you get Banks and Wade, that's a that's a pretty good set to have well, out hey, there. If you get Banks to improve, I mean, he was. Yeah, I mean, he he, he okay. had some moments. Yeah, yeah he was I, better than the you know reap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, better than him in multiple ways. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, who else is in there? Uh, Jackson Smith. Brown came back. Oh, Brown. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, You're still talking oh, about the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, you need Cam Brown to get better too. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Jackson Smith. Najigba. Najigba. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess he was. 
he was um, turning some heads there. So um, yeah, he he's got pure straight line speed. He's just he's a flyer. That's what he does. You're you're going to see him on a bunch of vertical routes. That's what yeah. he is going to run his first year. As long as so, I think that's what their plan is for him is just to have mm-hmm. him just be a stretch the field guy, and then as he gets older, maybe he can start to really you know develop a much better tree. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to take the top off the defense mm-hmm. and make that safety open up. You know, it's kind of a clear out. Yeah. For the uh, crossing underneath or something, you know, mm-hmm. in front of it. So uh, they got to have somebody do that. Yeah. And so not that the other guys can't, because uh, Olave can get deep. And yeah. So can, um, where am I blanking? Oh, Wilson. Yeah. Uh, but Garrett Wilson could for sure. But, but Smith I, and Jigba, is he, he's a little bit, is he a little bit bigger? He's 6'2, okay. 220. 215 pounds or yeah. something. Yeah. Because he's no bigger than Olave. Olave's no. about that. Yeah. He's about the same size as him. Yeah. Okay. So. So, uh, let's see, who else was on there? Let's see, Harry Miller. Yeah. Because we all kind of think he's going to probably take a starting spot somewhere. Yeah, he's probably going to be, I would guess, probably left guard because Josh Myers is still at center. And then once Josh Myers graduates, I would imagine Harry Miller, who was actually a center um, in high school, is probably going to move over to that center spot. Mm-hmm. Very similar to the, to the way we did it with... Um, Elfline uh, and Price. Yeah, with Price and Elfline. That, you know, they actually... They actually they uh, they start out at guards and then they moved over to center. So, yeah, uh, Marcus Hooker at safety. Is he? I want to say that he is Malik Hooker's yeah. brother. Yeah, I don't know uh, if he I'm is. Pretty or sure. Not. I'm pretty yeah. sure he is. Um, um, if he's not, that's I an awful strange is. you know coincidence to have those two guys with the same name and the same. So. Yeah, yeah, he is. Okay, yeah, I yeah. I wasn't sure, but. I thought it was, I thought that they were brothers. Um, but yeah, he's been, he had a pretty good spring so far, or the first week, I should say. Yeah, and then they also say steel chambers. But that's only because there's actually yeah. no one else there to really compete against yeah, him. So. Like, yeah, he better, hopefully he steps up. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're saying that, you know, yeah, basically... Yeah, he basically has to step up. Like he's got to. Yeah, you know, there's no one else wanna, there. They don't want to overwork him, but to get as many reps as he can handle, and um, they just they're going to throw everything at him that you know he can push him a little bit and see if he can. He looks physically ready to handle the grind at that at running back RB one. Yeah. Well, we'll plus see, uh, you know. Let's just say I mean he has one of the coolest names that you could have. Steel Chambers. Steel Chambers. That or he's ready for porn. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a great career lined up in case football falls through. Plan B. <laughs> Plan B. At birth. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever play the game whenever you were a kid where you took your uh, your a middle name and the street that you actually that you grew up on and you put them together and that was your actual porn name? <laughs> Did you ever play that game? With I think I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so weird, man. You have people come up with stupid names. <laughs> <laughs> what was your? Mine was Daniel Westmills. That's that's not bad. Yeah, that's actually not a bad name. Mine was Robert Chanwick. <laughs> Chanwick, <laughs> yeah. It almost sounds like it almost sounds more like um, like some actor from the you know forties. Yeah, you know. Robert Chanwick. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Chanwick. <laughs> the days of our lives. <laughs> yeah. So Steel Chambers, very 
cool name, and hopefully he is he is going to take he is going to take that and just run with the ball. And you know, uh, I don't know what else they're going to do though. I mean, Crowley, I assume is going to be okay, but uh, yeah, they're going to be really limited in cases. You know, God forbid that you know something happened to Steel Chambers. You know what we forgot to do? What's and that? We can just go through it because okay. it's kind of like. Is is the schedule from 2019? Oh yeah, I know <laughs> that whole thing we wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, we actually stopped of, doing that. We kind of were like, was, well, well, it, it got got boring because yeah, um, because we were actually going through games that just didn't have any real you know significance or anything. They just yeah, they're just like, well, that was yeah, okay, yeah. Because yeah. I think we were supposed to go to the Miami game next, and that game was such a joke that we didn't even really talk up talk about it. Then we, then the next week we were supposed to talk Nebraska. about Nebraska. Yeah, and, and you know that game was pretty much a joke too. So, do you want to just go to um, um, Michigan State? Yeah, sure. Because um, that one was a little bit more. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was, it was more competitive. It was a lot closer than what the score showed. I, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, like the first quarter, you're like, oh, this might be a ball game because it was only three to nothing. Yeah, after the first quarter. Yeah, and if I remember right, that game was really frustrating too because we had two, we had two or three takeaways in the first half, and we came up with only three points from those. So I mean, that was yeah. a little bit frustrating. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, because uh, yeah, they had two fumbles and a pick. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, we only got three points out of that. Mm-hmm. So, so. Uh, yeah, but I mean, by the end of the game, Ohio State outgained them, almost doubled them yeah. in, in yards because um, of the rushing. Um, J.K. went off for 172. Yeah, he had one really long run for a touchdown. I think it was like 60 yards or something. Yeah, 67-yard yeah. touchdown. Yeah. Um, Master Teague had 90 yards. Yeah. Justin Fields has 61 yards on 11 yeah. carries. They also had a play in that game that I had never seen, excuse me that I had never seen them run before, which is actually really was a really neat play, and they haven't ran it since. It was essentially, if I remember right, it was a it was a RPO. Fields kept it and rolled like like he was going to run, and the corner bit, and Benjamin just took off down the field, and he stopped and he just threw it down the field because. Oh. Uh, Benjamin's guy bid on it, so um, th- that was a really neat play that they had never ran before, and I don't think that I haven't seen him run it since. So, we're going to find that real quick. Yeah, it, it, real quick. I mean, it should be in the uh, package of the uh, highlights. Like, yeah, but this is it here. I'm assuming. Yeah, but uh, that was also the first game that Fields oh, yeah, threw his pick. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you see it? Yeah. It was a RPO, and he actually yeah. kept it, and then he just rolled out, and then that. So. Um, but it it yeah, was a fun yeah, game. The corner came up, just totally left Benjamin Victor. Yeah, and he just chucked it downfield to yeah. him. You wonder why you didn't see more of that. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I mean, I don't know why they didn't run more of that because you would think that that's going to happen a lot, mm-hmm. you know, where that corner is just going to bite each time. Yeah, I would, I would. I bet they'll try to factor some of that in, the uh, yeah. game planning mm-hmm. in yeah. the offseason. I would think so because that works so well. I mean, yeah. Just that one play. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Fields is a little smarter. Mm-hmm. Getting the full season under his belt. He's probably more going, wise, yeah. Yeah, he's probably asking himself, can we try to... <laughs> <laughs> can we do that again, Coach? Because yeah, that yeah. one worked really well. Yeah, so that one was... Uh, I already closed the tab on it. Yeah, that was a long... 
touchdown pass. I don't remember how many yards it was, but uh, sixty. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. that was a yeah sixty yarder touchdown. Um, Michigan State game is the only game where Fields threw a pick. He had one pick all season and was in that game. So that's, I guess, of some, you know, significance. Not much, but um, I don't know. So there wasn't much to this game. Um, defense played well, although there was a couple, if I remember, there was a couple plays where the defense was caught sleeping, but um, Lewerke, was he their, uh, their quarterback? He had some really bad throws. And uh, Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they kind of got us on a post with uh, Stewart. Okuda did get burned on a touchdown mm-hmm. by Chris Stewart. Number yeah. 25. That was the same play where he beat him and then he got a penalty for, you know, uh, for. Yeah, yeah, he came up. Yeah. With his helmet off. Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah. With, uh, let's see. Oh, was it, uh, Ruckert had a nice catch for a yeah. touchdown? That yeah. Game. Touchdown. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like 17 to 10 with two and a half minutes left from Ohio State with the ball, third and two on their own 40. It was seventeen to ten. Yeah, it was a lot if they closer. They didn't get that. They would have put it back to Michigan State with a seven-point game, and that's one that JK broke. Yeah, for sixty-seven yards. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, it was a lot. You know, it was a lot closer game than you know. Than I don't. What was the final score? Um, thirty-four ten. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So it was twenty. It was twenty-seven to ten at halftime. Okay. So yeah. So they didn't really do much after halftime. Of course, they probably put in up you know some scrubs too. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean Michigan State, they're always tough. I mean they didn't really. I mean they, had, they they make a they made a bowl this year. Yeah, they made like the pinstripe bowl. I think they finished six and six. I think, yeah. and they made the they made the pinstripe bowl or some kind yeah, of bowl like that. The bowl, but yeah. then and then gave D'Antonio a bonus, and then he left. And then he left. <laughs> then he decided to quote unquote retire. retire. Yeah. yeah, retire. Retire, though, but not retire. Yeah. Because he still has a job in the athletic department. You know, that is that is becoming more and more, I don't know if really popular is the word, but you see a lot of coaches that are like that. It's like, for instance, I'm sure that, you know, whenever Saban's done, he's he is he will probably have some sort of a job in the athletic department. And uh, But you have guys like Urban right now is, still has a job here. Um, he's an associate professor or something. Some, I, yeah. Some kind of bullshit job title <laughs> where, you know, he just gets paid. Some coach's job. Yes. <laughs> um, but he has that and, you know. So that might become more and more regular for a lot of coaches well, who have actually Uzi, been there. Uzi, well, the original that I can think of off the top of my head was Barry Alvarez. Oh, yeah. But he yeah. Came, became an athletic director. Right. It wasn't so. like he didn't uh, – he, he didn't. Um, he didn't just go and teach. Uh, uh, had a, had a, he didn't teach an Italian cooking class. <laughs> <laughs> he actually had a real job. Yeah, he became the AD, not like some of those guys, like Urban, who probably gets paid a really nice salary for being a <laughs> professor. And he's not really even teaching anything. Yeah, he'd be bury it and teaching a like a chef's hat on. <laughs> If you want your pasta al dente. <laughs> Very outrageous. He is one of the most underrated coaches in yeah, he, college football. Yeah, like just a machine going on up yeah. there in Wisconsin with Ron Dane. And 
Yeah, the other guy is John Clay that I was thinking of, 32, yeah. uh, who was also yeah big back, but they've had tons of guys. Melvin Gordon, Monty Ball. Yeah. I mean. They're just a running John back factory. Yeah, yeah, it's just one guy after the other. Yeah, so. they actually, I would be curious to see what the actual stats are as far as they probably produce the most running backs and offensive linemen, I would bet, in from most schools. I mean, I don't know what the actual stats are of that, but when you think of all of the big like in the linemen. Last, since last, since like 90. Yeah. Like first 30 years. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they just have put all kinds of those guys in the NFL. It'd be interesting to Yeah, that'd that be up. a neat look to see what it is. But yeah. We can jot that down for next week. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, who's produced the most O-linemen, running backs, quarterbacks. Yeah. Quarterbacks are always a spread. Yeah, that's not that's one school that you're going to yeah. find that has the most because they're so right. spread out. But, like, interior linemen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just off the top of my head, you can think about, you know, Zeitler, Joe Thomas. Um, yeah. You know, just those two off off the top of my head. So um, Balaga. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's just – and I'm sure there's one. Going. Yeah, you could probably <laughs> keep going as often as you wanted to. So. It seems like – for every starting lineup, like of linemen, it's like you, like three of the guys go to the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. easy That's, guarantee. Yeah, and they have another good one this year. Their center is going to yeah. be, you know, be a Biotic or Biotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the draft. Yeah, so uh, yeah. So, all right. Well, that does it for now. So, um, so yeah, it was a shorter show this week, but there's not, you know, there's just not that much to really talk about. So yeah, we weren't going to bore you with. Um, a new uh, coronavirus. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and then. Oh my gosh! Wow. Let's <laughs> gotta leave it in. Yeah, that's fine. Dog is going nuts. So. <laughs> so, wow. So. Yeah, he really is going nuts. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that does it. So. Uh, Remember to wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> wash your hands. Cover your mouth with warm what? water. What did you do? You're going to break your pelvis <laughs> right around the house. Get out of here. Cover your mouth whenever you cough and <laughs> make sure you tell other people to cover their mouth when they cough. This is a little so, scary, dude. Your dog's just. <laughs> dog's having a fit. Dog's doing the dog thing where it's all excited <laughs> and doing laps. So. All right, on that note, so. Wash your hands, 20 seconds, sing the happy birthday song. That's what they say. Yeah. That's 20 seconds. And uh, Follow us on Twitter. So. And, um, so the, the virus is not in the water supply yet. No. Um, soon, soon the media will say that the, the virus will get in the power lines. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be and everywhere. the cell towers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unavoidable. It's going to so, go. So... Uh, all right, guys. All right. Well, follow us at Beyond Buckeyes, and uh, make sure you tell your friends if they need something to listen to in the car instead of commercials on the terrestrial radio. Yeah. On FM <laughs> radio, we'll, we'll entertain them with some Buckeye stuff. So yep. Easy listen. All right, guys. Thanks. See ya.